Well, 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 we have finally made it, friends. We are recording the very first episode of Potter Fodder. So from me to you, happy Fodder's Day. Happy Fodder's Day, bitches. So, you know, I've uh, been talking about starting this for a little while now. Um, Haven't had a real good reason to or even reason to explain why I'm starting this whole thing. But, uh, you know, really what it comes down to is uh, daddy needs an outlet. Daddy needs an outlet besides just sitting down on his ass watching TV. And, you know, I I feel like, uh, you know, instead of just, I get get all this anxiety from sitting down being nonproductive and I just think about how much time I'm wasting. And, uh, you know what, I might as well just waste time making something. You know, it's me, this is my way of wasting completely nonsense time in my own way and convincing myself that I'm actually being productive even though it's bullshit. So here we are. And so, uh, you know, we're, we'll be talking about, you know, random current events, things I think are funny, things I think that are interesting. Um, a lot of it's going to be very, very dumb and probably pretty telling about me as an individual. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm here and I'm along for the ride. And if you don't like it, you can you can not listen if you like it. Love to have you. So a um, couple ground rules. We're going to stay honest. Uh, we're going to try to try to not get overly political one because I'm an idiot and I, I change my opinion like every, every three years, probably completely. So, um, I think, I don't know when the age is that you grow old enough where you just realize that what everything that you think is actually reasonable. But I think I've spent my entire twenties realizing that everything I've learned up to my twenties is wrong. So I just I'm just waiting for my 30s to happen, and then I realize everything I thought in my 20s was wrong. So I gotta I think I have to wait like a decade decade of not like convincing myself that I was completely completely off base before I can start giving actual opinions about important topics. So maybe in 10 years you'll start seeing something uh, a little more serious out of me, but that's not what this is about. It's about just uh, relaxing and and you know just kind of letting the brain take a little big vacation, a little stream of consciousness. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it a little bit. I keep hearing a lot about uh, a lot like with, with cancellations. And one of like the biggest things that I keep hearing is other states, state fairs being canceled. And they're doing it to save, save lives because of coronavirus. Uh, the one thing that we're not talking about is how many lives we're saving just in overall health and wellness, just from not holding the fair. I mean, it's two weeks long in New York, in Erie County. It's like a two-week-long thing. The people that work at that fair work for 16 hours a day and have nothing of sustenance besides, you know, fried churros and candy apples and whatnot. And listen, I'm not knocking it. I'm I come from fair people. We went to the fair every single year. It's the greatest people watching experience there is. And, you know, once a year, it's it's interesting. Maybe you try yourself a fried Oreo or something like that. Play a little, I got it. I understand. But I think we're saving more lives just from people not having heart attacks and stuff. The coronavirus should never have been the reason why we canceled the fair. Now, probably good that we did just you know to stop the spread and everything like that but i mean there's a bigger thing that's spreading there and that's uh that's just being 
being garbage. All right, everybody, clear your boards. Let's do it again. If you guys know what that is, I got it. That game, that game lit my childhood on fire. I think I only won, I probably only won that game two, two years or so out of all the years we went growing up. And those are some of the most unfor unforgettable times you'll have. Winning the I Got It table, you're sitting next to people that you wouldn't want to sit sit next to on an airplane. The the confines that you're sitting in are hotter, sweatier, you know, stinkier. And then you just get to rub it in their faces like, you son of a bitch, I got five in a row before you did. I'm eight. You're 45. And you lost. Now you have to re... Now, how are you going to... You know, reevaluate your life. Why don't you get yourself a stick of fried butter? That's what you deserve, man. Go get just go get two sticks of fried butter and just end it earlier. You know, because an eight-year-old is just dominating. So, I'm not knocking the fair, but I'm knocking the fair. You know what I mean? Also, it's like there's a difference between fair people and fair folk, right? So, fair people, I'm. I would consider myself a fair person, right? I go once a year. It's an event. You go some people watching. You get to be with your family. You spend time. You spend way too much money on way too little. And hey, it's it's dumb, but it's a thing, right? It's it's a thing that you do. It's tradition. I'm good with it. Fair folk, the people that stay at the fair, the people that go with the fair, the people that, you know, the fair isn't an experience. It's a lifestyle, that's when we start running into trouble here. That's when we start running into, uh, you know, that's that's definitely hiking our insurance premiums. I'll tell you that. That's that's happening. Besides, I mean, who wants to who wants to go to a fair with with masks? Having masks on just sucks. Going anywhere, like I don't even want to go to a restaurant if I gotta wear a mask. Man, it's just gonna be so dreary. It's like, oh, you're gonna think everything's so unclean and whatnot, and. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I got to do the takeout thing. I got to do the takeout thing until masks are like a thing of the past, you know. And and shout out to America for finally, uh, you know, really flipping the narrative on ordering takeout. That used to be a thing that made you feel like a slob or lazy. You couldn't cook yourself a healthy meal. Now we're just supporting the economy and, you know, and I support that cause. That's a double support. What else, man? Oh, those, yeah. And with the mask too, it's like I just suck at wearing them in general. Like when when I go out, I was so I was with my brother. Me and my brother were we were working a little bit on his house. Got a beautiful new home. Shout out Robbie. Um, and so we had to stop at Home Depot. And one, I can't find anything in Home Depot. Okay, uh, that's that's not me. Right, I I went to I went to school f because I can't I don't know what a hammer is right, um, and so I I went up to somebody to go ask them where something was. I went up to you know a worker, and the first thing that I do is when I lean in, I pull I pull my mask down because in my head I was like oh they're not going to be able to hear me, and I completely defeated the purpose of even wearing a mask in the first place. I'm like you freaking idiot! Like what are you? What are you doing? But then I find out that it runs in the family because then my brother here tells me, he goes, dude, I, I don't have that problem. But it's almost like I feel like people can't even see me. Like if I see somebody that's gross or something, I stare at them 
like the mask is covering my eyes. So if they look at me back, I'm just staring at this person. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, we were, I think we weren't, we weren't just, we weren't made for it. You know, I'm not made for quarantine. I'm not made for masks. You know, I can't stay inside. It, and I've just come to grips with that. If, if there's an apocalypse or something like that, I'm going, I'm going fast too. I think I'll go out in a pretty cool way, which is, which is at least, you know, a little bit of a silver lining there, but I'm definitely going like, I didn't watch The Walking Dead because I knew I would have died in the opening scene, you know? It's just like, I don't need that constant reminder in my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear it's a good show. I do. I, uh, I try to limit myself to one show at a time. Uh, it, it doesn't always work. I mean, because here's the thing. There's too much out there. If there's one thing, if there's one thing that being stuck in your house for three months teaches you is that you need about 30 years to catch up to all the programming that is available if they stop today. Oh my God. And it's almost daunting. I think that's that's honestly probably part of why I'm like extra, extra, you know, serious about starting something like this. I'll if if I was sitting on the couch on a Saturday, I could bang through a whole season of a of a show, no problem. No problem. I've done it. I will do it again. And I got I gotta knock that off because I like I don't know I don't know if there are there's probably more days in the past three months where I have moved off the couch under under five times. And that's just to just to go get something to eat, which I will bring back and eat on the couch. Or like go to the bathroom or something. Like going outside, that's not even on the table. You know? Now granted it is nicer out. You know, Buffalo Thank God, thank God the weather is changing because, you know, it's, you, can, you can see the atmosphere changing with everybody. I really think just a little bit of sunshine and positivity is going to turn, turn the community around a little bit. But, but what I will say is, like, fuck all the other cities right now, you know, because they're complaining about quarantine and, and, and how, how difficult it is. You know what? In, in the north, we call that winter. We call that winter. So you guys are just getting used to what it's like to having to be inside your house and not see anybody and not do anything because it's just miserable outside. You know, we were we were born we were born in the darkness. We do this every single year. And that's why Buffalo is like the greatest place ever in the sun in the summertime. In this in this well, late spring. Gotta get through mud season. But once summer hits and everybody can go outside for the first time in forever, it is like the number one feeling. You go outside, everybody could not be happier. Couldn't be happier. No, I was I was driving um, to my parents' house the other day. Uh, my wife is driving the car. I'm in the passenger seat. And some dude just bites it on his bike. <laughs> he took a corner way too fast. Flies over the handlebar. Bike goes into the road. We pull over, I think it was three three or four other cars go over, pull over, and everybody gets out of their car to like help this guy and bring it bring it to the side of the road. You know, it was it was it was just awesome to see, but what was so weird about it was that everybody rushes over to this guy to check on him to see if he's okay. But then we also have in this ba- the back of our mind, it's like, can we get close enough to this guy? Like I, I actually ended up taking the bike out of the street and bringing it over to the curb. And 
the first thing that I was nervous about is like, is this guy going to be okay with touching my, touching his bike, with me touching his bike? And like, that was just the weirdest dynamic ever. And it's just like, I can't wait for that to go away, man. It's just, oh, it's brutal. But, but that's not even the point. The point was that it was not even a question for all these people to get out of their cars. Why? Because it's summertime, right? If it's mud season, if it's still cold, if it's still fall, if people aren't used to it, it used to the nice weather or people are getting prepared for the cold weather, that guy's on his own. That's how we roll in Buffalo. If it starts getting cold, people start getting miserable. People start hating people, right? And that's fine because we know that the happiness is around the corner. You know, you got to ebb and you flow. You ebb and you flow. You know, it's a little bit of a roller coaster, but guess what? People love riding roller coasters. People that live in sunshine all the time, you just get numb to it. That's just melted vanilla ice cream to me. That's all That's all I get out of you guys. So I think I think it, it, it's helpful. Actually, Joe Rogan talks about, talks a lot about this uh, in, in one of his stand-ups. Like, you need it. It, build, it. it builds character. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Now, is this coming from a place of jealousy? Hell yes. Do, do I do mental gymnastics to convince myself that, that this is why I live here instead of living in sunshine all the time, instead of living in a perfect climate? Yeah, because it uh, makes me a better person. I don't think that makes sense at all, but I believe it to my core, and I've convinced myself of that, so good luck trying to convince me. Good luck trying to change my mind. That's what I say. You know, I got all these buddies that have moved to places they've lived in, you know, Houston. They lived in Colorado, which is just unbelievable. You know, California, all up and down the coast. And the first thing, the the first thing that you always hear is as soon as it starts snowing here, just like the weather's looking pretty bleak over there. (laughs) Looking pretty bleak. Looks pretty nice over here. Hasn't changed temperature in you know two decades, and you know, it just just know that I've convinced myself that that makes you a bad person. That's all there is to it. It made I think you're a bad person now, and that's how easy it is for me. That's how easy it is for me to convince myself. All I have to do is just say it once in my head. Boom, it's truth. That's also probably the reason why I was talking about uh, how I was wrong a lot um, growing up. That's how the the twenties I've realized up to my twenties were wrong. And that's how I know that in my 30s, I'm going to realize that my 20s were wrong because it's still that easy for me. Boom. Just thought about it. Oh, you're going to talk about your weather? You're a bad person. To your core, I'm talking immoral. I'm talking your moral compass is off. You know, I'm not even talking, oh, he said something, we're going to let it slide. No. You're a bad person now. And now you got to make it up to me. I don't know. Even, I don't even know how you're going to manage. I don't even know. You can send me something expensive, though, that'll help. Anything under $200 gets buried, though. That's my rule. Anything sent to me under $200 is getting buried. And you know Daddy excavates at a high degree. I could dig the hell out of a yard. Dug on my whole damn patio. That's that's kind of how we roll, though. I, you know, I, Well, that's how I roll, rather, is uh, I'm just, I, I cannot do anything remotely handy. But I'm really good at like destroying stuff, and so that's really where I come in. Like I, I can destroy stuff and I can move stuff. You know, I got I bring a very very positive attitude to the crew. You know, a high level of energy. I think a lot of people that are around me in those scenarios are more productive because I'm just so damn positive. 
And I'm nice. I'm the nicest person you know. I am the nicest person you'll ever meet. I can say that with confidence. I'll sneak into your damn house. I'll leave a mint on your pillow. I'll walk out. I'll make sure your dog's fed. You know? I swear to God, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Leave, leave, a, leave a little note for you. Just be like, hey, you forgot to make your bed, so I made it for you. Just being a friend, this ain't creepy. I'm just being a friend because I'm the nicest guy you know. It's not creepy. It's nice. You know, that's what you get when you hang out with me. Sneak into your house, feed your dog, you know, sell your cat because you hate it. I know you hate the cat. I know you only wanted the dog. Somebody, you adopted the cat. The cat actually just showed up at your house. I know you don't want the cat. You can't like the cat. The cat makes you itchy, right? So I sold it for you. And you know what? I only took 90% of the proceeds. There you go. Now I just tipped you out for selling your cat that you always wanted to sell, but you were too too scared to do it because you didn't want the other people that you live with to be mad at you, okay? And I sold your cat. You know where I sold it to? A loving family, right? How did I find that loving family? I look for the weirdest people that live near you, and then I sell the cat to them. But here's the thing. I got to find the weird people fast. I got to do it before you get home. I know you got, I know you work late, right? I know you work your ass off and I want to make sure that I get you your cat money before you get home. So now I got to locate the person that's going to buy this cat, but they got to be weird because the weird people are nice to cats. That's how it goes. And so what do I do? I go up, I'm, I'm knocking on doors. I'm asking questions. What questions am I asking? I'm asking you know, um, when you, if you have Velcro on your shoes, is it for style or utility? You know, style? No. Those people, they're not animal people at all. They don't get a dog or a cat. They don't get either. They're too worried about the shoes. Okay, that's fine. That's your thing. But I'm not selling you this cat. Okay? Utility? Utility? You're getting sold this cat. You're a 40-year-old? that you need Velcro on your shoes for, absolutely you're going to take care of this cat. You think I'm a freaking idiot? You know, you know maybe I, maybe I ask uh, you know, are you one of those uh one of those people that just r- likes really really burnt toast? Answer yes. Here's your cat. Here's your cat. You know, you know with, with the people that you live ma'am, ma'am, with the people that you live with, are you comfortable using someone else's toothbrush yeah okay well here's your cat and and you know why i do this so i do this for two reasons one because i'm trying i'm trying to be the nicest guy you know i'm trying to sell your cat for you and i'm trying to make sure it goes to a loving family but two i'm also a businessman okay so now i know if you're checking all these weird boxes now you're already the target market you have any idea how easy it's going to be to mark this up you know, what's the going rate for a cat nowadays? I don't know. I don't own a cat on purpose. But if I did, I guess, what, maybe like 50 bucks? So here I can go. I can go up to this lady here and I say, like, hey, Sue, I mean, I hey, listen, you know, you nailed the toothbrush question. I know you like that burnt toast. I know you're going to take great care of this cat, right? And typically I'd sell this thing to you for 50 bucks. But this cat it's a special special cat and and the neighbor right next down the store that has to use velcro velcro to tie his shoes he's gonna buy it for 55 right and basically what that to me is just a statement of of your integrity on how you're gonna take care of this cat so are you gonna be a 55 dollar cat owner you're gonna be a 60 dollar cat owner 
Okay, the cat's worth it. Me and you both know it. Okay, I'm just trying to understand where your heart is. Okay, next thing you know, I sold that $50 cat for 60 bucks, right? 10 bucks because I'm taking 90%. That's an extra dollar in your pocket, right? So, so you just made six bucks. Now you can use that for treats for your dog. Did I not just blow your mind right there, folks? That's how I operate. That's how I operate. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now, but <clears throat> listen, I mean, this is pretty much what the content's going to be, guys. Okay. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. I'm in my office right now and I'm just, I'm just downloading thoughts. I'm trying to get all these thoughts out of my head so that when I have to think, I don't have all this random gobbledygook up there. You know, I'm just thinking clear as hell. I don't know how often I'm going to have to re-download these thoughts, but it's going to keep happening until they're out. Until they're out. And you know what What else is happening? Is once we get through all this uh, phase one, phase two, I don't know where this is going to fall. Maybe phase we're done. No masks allowed. We're going to have other people in here, and we're going to have a little bit of back and forth. We're going to talk about how much they might sell a cat for. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interview based though. It's not always gonna be just a solo venture. And, you know, maybe maybe we'll get some cameras in here. Maybe we'll figure out how to do do the old YouTube. I don't know, okay. But what I know right now is this is all I got, and I'm learning on the fly, and uh, and 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 I'm happy that you're that that you're tuning in and listening. That's it. That's all I know. So we're gonna keep it going. And, and you know what? I'm uh. I was hoping that I'd go for for about a half hour here. I feel like I'm stretching it out, so we're going to end it. But thank you for listening. That's that's a wrap on episode one, and um, and we'll we'll get back to you soon. I, I'm hope hopefully we can do this thing like a couple times a week. That's the goal is a couple times a week. But but we'll figure it out, and we'll uh, we're going th- we're going on this journey together, folks. So thank you. I love y'all. Peace.